Hey, thank you for being here. My name is Darren Jansen, and this is the Breathe 911 podcast. I want to say thank you for being here. Every week, I get on here and I share what I'm learning about physical, mental, and emotional health for first responders. Now, I've created a free guided breathing exercise. It's a down-regulating breathing session, and it's free for you. All you have to do is head on over to breathe-911.com free, and there'll be a link there for you to download it. There's also a link in the description. Just click it, and it'll take you right to the page. If you enjoyed this episode, or if you got value from it, I would be grateful if you would head over to wherever you listen to it, whether it's Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and leave a comment, rating, or review. That helps us grow the channel and helps us reach new people. And now, with all that being said, enjoy the episode. This is a special episode. In this episode, I am interviewed, interview, whatever you want to call it, by Mark England from Enlifted. Uh, this is a course that I am taking. I'm getting certified as an Enlifted coach. And we go through some Enlifted tech in preparing for the Mid-State Mile. So this was some of the mental heavy lifting that I did in preparation for the um, for running the Mid-State Mile with Mark. Mark and I chat over some of the uh, inner dialogue and mindset pieces in regards to the race. So uh, if you are listening with kids, uh, there are a few F-bombs dropped. So consider that your warning. Enjoy the show. Yeah. Um, I, I want to do something uh, interesting with our time. Let's do this. So I love your ability. Yeah, you. I love your ability to teach. I had a call with uh, Clint was on the podcast last week. Lakoff, Lord Clint. Do you know he's Lord? Is, is that, he's Lord is that his title? I didn't know that was. He didn't tell me that was his title. <clears throat> and it's official. And and um. So I, I will neither confirm nor deny that I may or may not have drank several Guinnesses one night. And I'm and and I'm like I want to call Clint Lord Clint. So I buy him a. This is a true story. A one square foot plot of land in Scotland from established titles. And they send him, uh, it was like 160 bucks or some shit. I, for, I forgot. I got the thing framed and everything. And so they send him this and he can now legally um, change his driver's license to Lord Clint. He owns a square foot of land in Scotland. If you tell my brother-in-law that, he will do that. My brother-in-law... My brother-in-law grew up as David Black, his name. His mom said, hey, my maiden name's Graham. I'd love it if you'd uh, assume the middle name Graham. She's sentimental. Goes, yeah, sure. He's like, well, why did I suit them? Let me just do it. Like, I'll get, get me the paperwork. So she gets on the paperwork and then he goes, what should I change my whole name to? So the wheels start spinning, right? And so he, she's like, no, no, just add, just add Graham as a middle name. He's like, no, no, this is, this is too good of an opportunity. I got, let's do this. So he's now uh jet Jethro, David, Robert, Cameron, Graham, black. Jethro, David, Robert, Cameron, Graham, black. But if he, if he found out he could be Lord Jethro or jet, he goes by jet. <laughs> Lord. There's never been a Lord Jethro on the planet. I don't think so. Established titles. 
I, I knew a girl, she was Canadian. She was a yoga girl and her, her name was Emily Buck. And she, she I, I just got the tone by the way she was writing it. She was serious. She put it out on Facebook. She's like, I, I want to marry a guy with the last name Wild. And he needs to be this and he needs to be that. And please have some of this and a nice sprinkle of that. Emily Buckwild. How that's. And you're like, I can change my name. No big deal. Mark, you know, I'm Mark Wild. Mark Wild. <laughs> Lord Jethro. I like it. He listens to the podcast. So he's going to, I don't even have to tell him. He'll find out. I like it. Okay. Okay. Something interesting with our time. Yes. So me and Clint got into this. I have a race coming up. We talked about this a little bit. Uh, it's a last man stand. So me and Clint went through some coaching stuff in regards to that. Because I want to win, but I, he's he's also like, you need to run your own race. And the words and the mindset. So this, the last year, it was 38 hours-ish was this race. Continual one-mile loops of a track of a hill with a lot of elevation so there's a mindset piece that i'm trying to establish to win but to also feel good about the result that i get i did it once before i went nine hours and i'm looking to go 50 and at 50 hours i will concede that it can become a race but until 50 hours i'm just running so it's the pain piece because i know I know the pain that I will experience where Clinton I got to was uh, stepping into pain to experience joy. So the mantra that as I train, the mantra is the more pain I experience, the more, the more joy I will receive. Now, when it gets dark, as in both, you know, light wise and when you go into that pain cave i'm i'm wondering what your take is on all of this it's it's man i sound like a broken record it's what words work best for you mm -hmm. so our job as in lifted coaches is to go find that little, little literary key to the lock, as opposed to making um, a pre uh, a premature diagnosis about what you need to think. I don't want to know what you need to think. I can't know what you need to think. What I can do is help you play with the words to find out what 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 words combine best for you for that scenario. And then, and then, and then from there, that's a very unique situation. So we can assume that certain words will do certain things at that fucking what, 18th hour of running or however long, once you get into that pain cave though, you're, there's there's the runner, there's you the runner, and then there's you your enlisted coach. So your take your enlisted jujitsu skills with you. My advice was off the top of my head, and then I'm also going to go back on what I just said here in a second. 
because we had a guy doing the Leadville 100. Okay. Because I, I go into that like, oh, David Goggins, I'm the hardest, right? It's just like, where, where's helpful? And, and that is an individual question, but I, from the lifted standpoint, I keep going. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, all good. Um, my, my advice is to go in there with, with some spells statements the definition of a spell everybody is a word or a combination of words of great influence go in there with a with a a, a handful you don't need 19 you don't even need nine i'd say two three that uh go in there with two to three combination of words that you assume because this ain't your first rodeo will will do what you want them to do okay which we're going to get to here in a second as well um and then and then tinker with the words once you're in the pain cave. Mm. Tinker with the words once you get in the pain cave. Okay. And let's identify so you know what you're you're going to need. What do you want these spells to do when you're in the pain cave? Let's get that in writing. What do you want them to do for you? I want them to assist me in continuing through because there will, there will inevitably be seasons of I'm done. I want to quit. This is too much. And I, I do know on the other side of that in an hour, three hours, five hours after that, I do know there will be many highs within that. You will come out of that. And I, and I assume I'll go in and out of that deep state, probably three or four times. My words will fill it in. My words will propel me forward. Perfect. Say that again. My words will propel me forward. Write that same sentence underneath that sentence minus will. My words propel me forward. Write that same sentence underneath that sentence and take out my words and put in I. I propel me forward. Write that same sentence underneath that sentence and take out uh, my words or I uh, and put in my family and put an S on propels. My family propels me forward. So I've done this enough to know that the, the, the first one lane, I propel me forward lands better. That's your, that's your spell. And then from there you can, you can go past tense. You can look, take up forward and put in through. I propelled me through. You can go, you put in, put, go past tense with propelled. Propel, I propelled me through. I propelled me through. I propelled me through. And then, and then also you get into the pain cave. Once you find the combination of words, fuck with the inf, in, 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 uh, inflection. While we're going, while we're going with that, would you say out loud? Would you do 
uh, um, at that stage of the game, everybody's a nutcase. Uh, my internet or yours? Man, I hope that's yours. I am now the host. It's still recording. And I said, man, I hope that's yours. So if you, if this podcast is still happening, you know, I'm solo on it. Um, so Darren just froze. And um, apparently I did not. And I wonder if I, I let him in. Um, and I've got class. I've got class at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that's important for everybody for a variety of reasons. So yeah, I hope I hope my hope my Virginia internet's beating his Tennessee internet. So what do y'all want to talk about? Yeah, go to established titles, handle Clint, um, Lord Clint. So let's find him. So you can send Clint a message and just say, uh, "Hey there, Lord Clint." Coach underscore Clint underscore L. It's either an L or an I. So do 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 an O. Clint L A U K H U F. I should not have spelled that fucking dude's name the amount of time that I've spent with him. Nine hundred and fifteen followers. That guy should have nine thousand one hundred and fifty followers. Right, so it is him. He just sent me a message. My whole computer crashed. And what would be funny is if uh, he kept this whole conversation going. Meanwhile, I'm just on ranting and raving. There you go. I've been talking the whole time. Perfect. Well, we'll use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I, I I went and I was like uh, I just started talking about established titles. Then I went and got Clint's IG handle yeah i told everybody to follow him and and just message lord clint say nothing else and he'll he'll know he'll know how he'll know i'm involved in some form or fashion (laughs) just um that guy's yeah good dude he's a great dude well so, so he wants to do another two mindset sessions with me prior to the race so right like you said like just givers and helpers Okay, so we where I last heard was I asked out loud and you said everyone's gonna be talking crazy at that point. Everybody's at that stage of the game, everybody's crazy. Mm-hmm. Everybody's crazy. So um I I I recommend doubling down on it, which would entail you smiling and saying it. I've been practicing, you know what's funny? Dude. I've been I'm running a hill that has a, a neighborhood, lots of traffic on it. That's my hill work. In every car that passes, I smile as big as I can and I wave every time. Dude, it, has, it has made my training super enjoyable. And I've had 11 cars stop and talk to me because of it. It's crazy. It's I, not crazy. It's yeah. completely believable. Up at the lake house. Um, man, I've walked that road. A lot, a lot. And I made it a habit to wave at every single person. Every single person. It's, it's one way in, one way out. And it's it's about three, four miles long in the cul-de-sac. And, and I started, and everybody just 
took them a little while. They started waving back. And then people started fucking walking, dude. People started fucking walking. There are way more people walking out there now than they were 10 years ago when I first went up there and started it. Um, my grandfather never worked out a day in his life. Didn't need to. He was too busy building boats by hand. They, they were the Krentz Marina. It was my whole mom side of the family. They were master boatsmiths. They built the best skipjacks in the Chesapeake Bay, which is a flat bottom boat made for oyster dredging. And you had to have a Krentz skipjack. Anyway, he goes, he goes, if I ever see somebody smiling when they're running, I'll give it a try. Dude, think about that. Dude, he was onto that whole resting bitch face or active asshole face, depending. Um, active cocksucker face. He he was um he was on to, he was hip to that before anybody else was. He was like, these people are suffering. And um that's that's that whole scary movie thing, dude. That's the whole watch a scary movie for mm. breakfast and smile. That's a whole, hey, I'm gonna fart on this story, which was your, you know, my precious for um, you know, however long. Um, you know, you can stump your toe and smile, and oddly enough, the pain goes away faster. I had a friend, um, I hadn't seen her in a while. Um, uh, I hadn't seen her since the surgery, and she's just mind her own business, riding along in Los Angeles and, and, um, riding a bike and car slams on the, in front of her and she runs into the back of it and wrecks a little bit, bumps her head. She was wearing a helmet, but she clank and they took her in, uh, just to make sure everything was okay. And they found a fucking walnut sized lump in the middle of her head. And she decided to have surgery and um, yeah, they sawed off half of her skull and kept it in a refrigerator for 45 minutes and plucked the thing out. And she was never the same. She was never the same. They didn't have any history about it. How long it had been there? Was it growing? Was it not growing? They just were like, we won't know until we biopsy the thing. And um uh, I took her over to Bold Rock Cidery over in Nelson County, across the James River from us. Beautiful, beautiful uh, county with a uh, ski resort and, a, and, a, and a lot of very cool farms and tons of booze, distilleries, wineries, um, cideries, breweries. And I took over to Bold Rock because it was a Sunday and they had live music. And um, and before she goes, she she met she she goes, can we get on a call? And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, I just want to let you know I'm probably gonna have a seizure because I have one every few hours, and um, it's gonna scare you. And I was like, maybe, maybe not. And she goes, well, it scares most people. And I go, uh, okay. And she told me what happens and she just, she goes completely fucking blank. And then like, she'll stay standing up, but she'll just go catatonic and she'll start drooling out of her mouth. And, um, we're sitting there watching the band and I look over and, oh boy, is she doing that thing? 
And um, I, just, I get up in her face, which looks not good. Okay. And I just put the biggest smile on my face, which took, it, it was like, I had to think to do it, but I had, I had repped enough to where I could smile in literally in the face of something that most people would have probably called the cop, uh, the, the EMS about. And I just, I just took her, I smiled and I looked at her and it was just, a, just the biggest smile I could put on my, like an authentic, like smiling through my eyes. And I just walked her over to a chair and sat down and, and eventually she came out of it and wiped the drool off of her and started watching the music again. And I was like, what's funny is I hadn't thought about that in years. And I thought about that yesterday morning. And I was like, why am I thinking about that? Well, because I'm Great. going on Darren's show. Here we are. What's your take then on, <clears throat> I guess I know what your take is on the, Grit your teeth and bear it. David Goggins, mm -hmm. you know, be hard versus the smile. Is there? Yes. Is there validity? It's both. It's both. both and it's, it's both. both. And. Okay. You want you want to have that. So I come from an MMA background. You're right. And um. I was never a great athlete. I finished with a, a winning record and the ones that I lost were close. Um, and, and that's because I had a bite down on my mouthpiece and get in that person's face and something's going to happen. Somebody's, somebody's, somebody's getting it and it might be me and I'm fine with that. And, um, and so, and then I'm Tom England's son who's, Harder than a gypsy coffin nail. If we want to get all snatch about it, um, it's a great movie. It's a great fucking movie. And um, <laughs> and and yeah. And so all I had was that gear. All I had was that gear, and I snapped my shit up because of it. Um, and so yes, I want grin and bear it. And I also want smile and own it. I want grin and bear it. I want smile and own it. I want, I want David Goggins. Um, and, and I want, um, shit. How do you finesse those? <clears throat> like, how do you, fin like, where do you gas and where do you break on those? Like talking this race, where do you gas and where do you break on, you know, where do you turn? Wh when do you turn the grin and bear it up from your, I mean, it's individual. I know it's individual. Yeah. From from, and it's how you and it's how the individual responds to that, depending on their upbringing and their emotional state, um, yeah, state and the emotional state at the time. But what would you? What would your guess be? It, it wouldn't be a guess. It would be um, get in there and explore it. As in, your your, you never know till what you got till you get the screw the screws twisted right? that's why we that's why we do these things correct right? correct so it's it's that's really 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 hard to say for somebody who's it's their first race and then what i'll say is what i say to y'all coaches um the more experience that you get the 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 more quickly you will know what to do in the variety the large variety of configurations of, of stories that you will 
in, encounter when when going when help working with people's mindset. So you've done my answer is you'll know you'll know which one to use. And Would if you? you're not if you're not getting the the result from yourself in a X amount of minutes, change gears. Now, would you would you develop a mantra as well? Like the like the what do we get? I propel me forward. Would you develop the counter mantra? Because that's what I talked to Clint about. It's like the, 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 it shouldn't be like I will destroy. I, I'm going to take souls, or should it be like everyone that's out here? I'm taking souls. Like I'm in the pain, or well, I guess whatever words work for you. Screw this is you, my Mark. race. It's Screw like you. it's exactly it's it's. Your mom said, don't play with your food. Mark Engel is telling you play with your words. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got to, you got to play with your words and, um, you know, fuck these motherfuckers. This is my race. Maybe it's something, it, who knows? Right. Like if you're there to win, you got to get ruthless. Right. That, and that's something Be, that allow yourself to get ruthless and lifted is not about being kind to everyone all the time. It's about being conscious of our story as much as possible and choose your words and reap the rewards or reap, reap, reap the, the consequences, which can be consequences. Can be, you can have fantastic consequences. Consequences got a bad, right. bad rap. Consequences, consequences are results. Yeah. Yeah. Good or bad, whatever the results of, of the action. Correct. Choose your words, own your results. One of the things I wanted to say is what I find really valuable would stem from homework. I, um, I mean, if everyone doesn't know, I took uh, the level one and lifted. I highly recommend everyone else take it. Anyone take it. You don't have to be a coach. But one of the things, and and one of the things I learned was that 45-minute walk homework. For anyone who trains, I highly recommend training without the headphones every once in a while. And and not not training without the headphones and looking at your splits or your times or your de- or whatever and thinking about the work take a workout a week to think about the words that you're saying while you're working, while you're doing the work. And that's one of the most benefit because that's where I've come up with a bunch of, you know, I've practiced my, I've repped my victory speech. I started repping it. Which is, which is, um, now I, I, I will say that this, um, this was, he was in the Coast Guard Ryan, um, one of our level two coaches. And, and so, so there's a difference between predator language and prey language. Okay. As in, if you're, if you're a prey, you're the victim, right? Nobody, I'll prove, I'll prove them all Mm. wrong. Or no, nobody's ever believed in me. It's bullshit. Plenty of people have believed in. Okay. (laughs) Um, um, I'll show them that's, that's, if I had to choose, I'm going on the offensive. Okay. This is my fucking race. I'm taking souls. It's like, and then, and then know you're doing it. Know you're using those words and then turn it off and go home and hug the wife and fucking have a beer. It's like, right. You know, turn on the savage, turn off the savage. Well, and the, and the, and the other piece is which I've never experimented before in any types of these races is when it's because this is a loop. So you get to, you get to come back every 20 minutes. So it is a good re it's a good reset where it's, there's an opportunity at the start of every lap for me to take two, two deep breaths, right? Like control that, like that's going to be the superpower 
I believe in this race is at the start of every lap, every lap, two deep breaths. It's, it's not a, it's every lap isn't a race. It's the whole thing is a race. I'm walking 60, 70% of the time I'm walking, not running. So it's, it's, it's not, there's no urgency to the race. It's a patience race. Smile like a motherfucker, dude. Mm -hmm. Smile your ass off. Smile, 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 smile and breathe. Smile and breathe. Grin and bear it. Smile and own it. That's, I mean, there's two mantras right there. Play with those. Yeah. Smile and breathe. I'm just taking notes. Smile and smile and smile and breathe. Grin and bear it and breathe. Yeah. Okay. And you, I mean, you can stub your toe and go, wow, that's fucking awesome. Like you can do that. Christy, Christy did that the other night. That's so she, cool. She's like, I think I broke my toe and she was on the ground laugh. Like she was crying, but she was laughing. She's like, are you okay? I mean, I can get the ice. No, I'm good. All right. Moving on. Dude. Yeah. It yeah. has been, it has been, I, you should, you should, you could, you can. I have gotten extreme value or my family has in taking this course as a team. Exponential. Exponential. That's, that is, I mean, same thing. You and uh, Leanne and Bob, Steve Knox. It's, we've, this is one of the reasons we had somebody, um, who's thinking about doing it with their wife. And we told him, cool, if you want to do it with her, um, that's two That's two spots. If she wants to take it live. If you want to share uh, uh, some of the curriculum with her, please do that. We want multiple people under the same roof practicing this stuff because that's when it goes, that's when it hockey sticks. Well, and we get to... We get to lovingly correct each, right? Like it's back and forth. It's not like you did it wrong. It's like, oh yeah, it's, you can receive that. I can receive it because I know that she knows that she's doing the same thing, right? So it makes it receivable as opposed to one person saying, I see all your soft talk. You want me to point it out to you? It's like, no. So it has been, it has been highly valuable and our kids hate you because they're sick of it. So (laughs) Just it ain't going anywhere. It's not good going luck anywhere. not hearing soft talk anymore. It's Couldn't so do good. It. So good. Mark, I want to respect your time. Uh, I am so uh, thank you, first of all, for everything that uh, you've gifted us with. Thank you for your time. And if you want to tell all the people where they can find you and all the cool stuff you're doing, uh, the microphone's yours. Happy to. In lifted.me. That's that's that website's all about our certifications. Uh, we help people empower their words and their stories and and stay focused on the good stuff and turn them into great listeners and have more fun and smile more and laugh more and and dismantle the victim mentality because that's what happens when you dismantle the victim mentality. Um, yeah, we certify coaches. Not everybody that takes our certs are coaches. Okay? Some people take them because they want to work on their story, which everybody does. And, and learn more about the magical, awesome power awards. And then there's Instagram at Enlifted Coaches. Uh, and then we've got a podcast called Getting Lifted. We just get on there and dork out about words.
And I'm going to give a plug here. The, the thing I appreciate, not the most, but close to the most about that course is that time is left to do the work on the, on the call. So there is things to do. There is homework, but what I appreciated is we did certain work that I wouldn't have done if it wasn't, it would have been like, Hey, write this out later. And I know it's very intentional on your part that the work gets done. So the course is built in a way for you to succeed as opposed to, I didn't do all the work that was, that was suggested required. Even if you only get 15% of what's of what's offered, you will, you will, it will be worth it. So thank you. Um, yeah, Pleasure. I, I see on the, I see on the backside, all the, all the how intentional it is on the front end. So thank you very much for that. Yeah, my uh, pleasure, man. What we you've put, done. We, yeah. We, we plot, we, we put a lot of good time and good uh, attention and intention into making those, those trainings um, land. Mm-hmm. They do. So, Hey, thank you for your time and enjoy uh, your next class, which you got coming up. I will. Cheers, buddy. We'll be seeing each other soon enough. Uh, Heck yeah.